hello welcome to argumenta podcast a podcast stage to deliberate and discuss on the contemporary socio legal and political issues in today's explainer session i'll be talking about the socio economic caste census its legal implications if it is decided to be implemented what is its connect with the reservation system as well as what is its important from the political front all this started on august 23rd when bihar's chief minister shri nitish kumar met with the prime minister narendra modi and demanded that a caste census should be conducted in a country while census is an official survey of the population of a country that is carried out in order to find out how many people live live in the country and obtain details of such things such as people's ages jobs etc a caste census means along with all this data a person's caste also will be included that is a caste column will also be created uh this is not something new because uh from the time census has been conducted from since the time of the independence to the previous census that is on in 2011 uh there is an sc st column scheduled caste and scheduled tribes column that is always included in the census now the new demand in 2021 is to include even the castes of the obcs that is the other backward classes to have a separate column for the obcs in the census that will be conducted in 2021 last time this caste based census was conducted was back in 1931 during the british government however they discontinued it in 1941 stating financial problems as there was world war 2 prevailing at that point of time after independence our leaders discontinued this practice stating that it would lead to a social divide however the recent demand to conduct a socio economic caste census has a lot of perspectives to it some say who stand in favor of this census say that just as a map is required to navigate a country and find the destination conducting a caste census will reveal a true picture or a complete perfect data to understand what kind of development has actually taken place when it comes to scheduled caste scheduled tribes and the other backward classes now once this picture is really revealed the government will have clear goals and implement new policies for their development however some who stand against this socio economic caste census being conducted state that wasn't this true picture or this data about the development of the backward class already taken or the count wasn't already taken by the mandal commission and the rohini commission which was appointed in 2017 but the problem with these commissions is the chairmen themselves have reported that there are errors in the data as well as the data was never made public uh or the surveys that are taken up by the national sample survey office and the national family and health survey do do they not conduct regular surveys to understand the development of the backward classes yes they do but many say that a survey will not equal a census because in a survey if there there is a population of 1 lakh the authorities will be visiting probably around 10000 of the households receive the data and give the survey however census will require door to door collection of the data any even in the remotest parts of india the authorities will have to go and collect information about um a person's socio economic status their education and financial status as well and then their ranking will be given up so many say that this is the reason a socio economic caste census must be conducted however this census is very important from political front 
and many say it is being demanded due to the upcoming UP elections. A common notion in Northern India is that whoever wins UP gets to rule at the center because Uttar Pradesh has a large number of seats in Lok Sabha. So many say this census is being demanded because it is directly linked with reservation because the Indra Savani judgment of the Supreme Court as well as many commission reports always provide a percentage of reservation to a particular caste based on the population that has bears the name of that particular caste. So a reservation is directly linked to the percentage of the population. So many say if the socioeconomic caste census is indeed conducted and new data emerges, which shows the number of backward classes are even more compared to the other reports that reveal something else. This could actually be used as a propaganda by many political parties in the UP elections to promise more reservation to people to attract the vote bank. So this is just not a mere conjecture because caste has certainly been used many times uh, as, 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 a, as one of the propagandas to get many people to vote for the political parties. Uh, for example, in the 2000s, during when the UPA government ruled the country, many regional parties such as RJD and BSP are seem to have seem to have denied power to BJP in, in UP especially because they try to attract that particular caste to get them to vote for the leaders who belong to their caste itself. However, uh, even though uh, the, uh, the, UP, uh, the parties under the UPA are stuck to, towards caste politics, the BJP under LK Advani's leadership tried to uh, erode this uh, strategy by introducing the concept of Hindutva wherein they said people do not belong to any particular caste, but all of them should be called as Hindus. Uh, and this campaign was successfully actually completed by Narendra Modi. Uh, this can be noticed by their landslide victories in the 16th and 17th Lok Sabha elections, because the data itself reveals that um, the, the votes cast by OBCs to BJP has increased from 19% in uh, the 44% in the 17th Lok Sabha elections that was in 2019. Thus, by stirring up this, uh, the caste census debate, the opposition is now trying to use this caste to er erode the concept of Hindutva in the Northern India. Currently, the government has listened to all the demands, but there seems to be a divided front among in, in BJP itself because uh, the Minister of State for Home Affairs, uh, Shri Nityanand Rai, clarified in Lok Sabha that a socio-economic caste census will not be conducted. However, BJP's National Secretary, Srimati uh, Pankaja, had said that the census might be conducted. Many say government cannot really speak against the caste census because of, uh, because of it already receiving a bad image or showing the negative attitude towards backward classes. One of the examples is a recent verdict by the Supreme Court where the government had actually challenged uh, more than 50% reservation being given to uh, backward classes SCST and OBCs in Uttarakhand. Because, uh, and the Supreme Court held that uh, providing more than 50% of reservation is unconstitutional and the government won the case. So the current government is ruled by BJP. However, the government was, BJP was furious over this because this would obviously give a negative impact that the government is against reservations. But the point to be noted is that this case actually began when Congress was in power and the case closed when BJP came to power in 2019. So 
we see that parties generally do take a double stance whenever the issue of caste is involved and this demand for this caste census comes at a time when the 127th amendment was passed in lok sabha unanimously how is it that the bill was passed unanimously because the bill nullifies the effect of the 102nd amendment 102nd amendment gave a constitutional status to the national commission of backward classes thereby the power was only given to the president to notify a particular caste in a state as backward class and then only the state could go ahead and give reservations the states protested this by saying it takes away or erodes the concept of federalism since states no longer have the power to designate a particular caste as a backward class this is important from political front because the state will no longer the parties ruling the state will no longer be able to provide any uh, promises in their manifesto or, or or anything as such that they are going to increase reservation because ultimately it's not in their hand or they, they do not have the power to do it and now the 127th amendment reverses the effect of the 102nd amendment and the states now have the power to designate a particular class as a part of obcs now moving on to what would be the legal challenges if a caste census is actually conducted here i'd like to talk about article 15 and article 16 of the indian constitution because they are the ones who undergo a lot of change whenever there is a debate regarding caste or reservation in the country firstly let's look at article 15 it prohibits discrimination on grounds of religion race caste sex or place of birth however the same article also mentions that nothing will stop the state from creating um, any welfare schemes policies or providing reservations to women children sc and sts now the point to be noted here is initially article 15 only included sc st women and children but not backward classes now here what caused a change in article 15 is that in 1975 under vp singh's government that is when janata party was in power the mandal commission that is the second backward classes commission was set up now this commission looked into criteria such as the social criteria education criteria economic criteria and finally provided around 52% of reservations for sc sts and obcs this led to a huge uproar in the country and there were many students who committed suicide as a result the supreme court while upholding the 20% 27% of reservation being provided to obcs laid down a rule that the total amount of reservations being provided collectively to sc sts and obc should not cross 50% the case also touched upon the concept of creamy layer wherein if wherein the court opined that if there is actually a person in a particular caste which even though the caste being backward is well to do and he can support himself financially and and is well educated then reservation should not be provided to such people now this um, indra samni case led to an amendment in article 15 and as a result along with scheduled castes and scheduled tribes the state could can now provide reservation to socially social and educationally backward classes next moving on to article 16 of the constitution it deals with equality of opportunity in the matters of public employment but clause 4 5 and 6 of the same article states nothing shall prevent the state 
to provide reservation in public employment to SC, STs, as well as OBCs. That's the backward classes. Now, again here, the point to be noted is that this article initially allowed for reservation only for public appointments, not promotion. Now, the states used this point and started providing reservations even in promotions. Now, this would erode the 50% cap limit set in the Indra Sahni case. Because let's assume this way, this is actually called as the carry forward rule. Uh, if we are to assume that in 2021, a, a particular post needs to be fulfilled and 50% reservation is being given to all, all the backward, backward castes. Now, in case in 2021, all the seats are not fulfilled and around 10% of seats still remain vacant, it is then passed on to next year. So along with 50%, the 10% of the previous year's seats are also reserved for promotion. Now this erodes the cap limit, that is the 50% cap limit set in the Indra Samni case. So in the case of Devadasan versus Union of India, the Supreme Court declared this carry forward rule to be unconstitutional. However, in the Indra Samni case, the Supreme Court said that this rule is indeed not unconstitutional, but it should again follow the 50% cap limit. And this also led to the 81st Amendment in Article 16 and a Clause 4B was, in, uh, as was introduced in this article, wherein it was said that the states could provide reservation even in promotion, provided that it does not cap the 50%, uh, does not cross the 50% cap limit. Now, the reason why I highlighted these two articles is to show that any change in uh, reservations will lead to a change or an amendment in the constitution as well. And many times the states have tried to uh, um, undo the decision laid down in the Indra Samni case, because uh, even recently the Maharashtra government increased the reservation to 68% as they said that the Marathas come under the backward class. This case again went up to the Supreme Court and the court held that the Indra Samni rule the case will apply. And they also clarified that as per the 102nd Amendment, uh, it is not the state, but the president who has the power to notify a particular caste as a backward class in, in those states. Now, the 127th Amendment nullifies this decision, as well as the effect of the 102nd Amendment. And we can see that states or the political parties especially will now try to use the new data of the socioeconomic caste census. Because if the data indeed reveals that the number of people who are actually backward classes, their population has increased. Now the reservations also have to be increased. So what we have yet to wait and see is that will the Indra Sauni ruling still apply that only 50% of reservation will be provided to all these backward classes. The second thing to know is, as I've highlighted, the stance of the political parties towards reservation has also been only with respect to power. Uh, it, it has been to attract the voters. They use it as a propaganda to promote their vote bank politics. So is it really right to still continue on this path? Also, in case the data does reveal that there are more number of people who are backward and that the population is actually increased. So will the government uh, actually take away or do a, a proper check on the number of people who actually belong to the creamy layer in the backward classes right now, will their reservation be taken away so that new classes can be included? Also, food for thought, should reservations not be for those people who are economically and educationally backward, 
despite what caste they belong to. Because even if a person belongs to upper caste and they're not well-to-do, then shouldn't reservation be given for those people? And even the data now reveals that the number of people who belong to backward classes working in Rajya Sabha, Lok Sabha, uh, or any of these institutions uh, are, are really minimal. So has reservation done us any good? Should the government change its strategy and indeed provide education and financial support to SEST and OBCs instead of promoting these reservations? Also, will providing more reservation hamper the meritocracy of a country? Because at the end of the day, India is, is still a developing economy and we need people who will work for its development. Thank you for tuning in to listen in uh, to other episodes from the podcast. This current episode, the full length, will be available on YouTube. And also you will be able to find the latest updates about this session as well on Instagram and other platforms as well. So do like, share and subscribe to our channel on YouTube. And also follow our Instagram page with regard to regular updates as well.